You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey guys, on this episode of Get Real Podcast, I'm talking to my beautiful influencer friend, Liz Mace. She is a twin sister to Megan. They are Megan and Liz. They are YouTube sensations. They have over a million YouTube followers. They're incredible influencers. And Liz is my only friend that I have right now who has contracted the coronavirus. And she is talking all about how she's dealt with it, how her symptoms appeared, um, how she got tested, what she's done since she got tested, the protocol she's been following and her experience and her hope for all of us as a country when we come out of this. Um, it's just a really informative interview. Of course, neither one of us is a medical doctor. So I want to state that we are, I'm just asking her questions that I have and she's just answering from her experience and it is really insightful and really, uh, it's just a great interview. And I love Liz so much. She is one of the most beautiful, positive, uplifting people that I know. So here she is, Liz Mace. So I am Zoom chatting with my beautiful friend, Liz Mace. But now you have a new last name. I do. Yes, I do. I haven't legally changed it, but I do have a new last name. <laughs> and a new hubby. And y'all are in your new yes. apartment. Mm-hmm. Her house. I don't even know where you live. And yeah, it's an apartment. Yeah. We're in the midst of the craziest times I feel like our world has seen. For me, like, I know we've gone through some crazy stuff in the world, but this corona crisis is nuts. And you are the mm-hmm. first person that I know that actually contracted the coronavirus. So talk to yes. me about your experience of this because we are all just on our pins and needles about the coronavirus. What are the symptoms? How do you think you've got it? How long did it incubate? Like, what does it feel like? What's recovery like? All all of it. (laughs) Well, um, I am actually, you know how you said, you know, I'm the first person that you know um, to get it. That is, that is the, everybody has said, has said that. Like I, I am the first person that I know to get it, um, even in my like extended circle. And that's why it's so crazy that, um, and I was so shocked when it came back that my test results were positive um, because I had not been around anybody who was sick. I had not been in areas that had high cases. Um, you know, it was, and that's like why I, you know, even in my Instagram posts and everything, I'm, I'm trying to stress that you truly do not know anything about this virus because, you know, you could you could be exposed to it and have absolutely no idea. And that's what's so scary because I truly thought that I was being careful um, and following the guidelines of like washing my hands a lot and um, social distancing as much as I could. So the fact that, you know, I wasn't out at the bars 
you know, like all the time I wasn't, I was trying to limit as much as I could. So that's kind of what's scary. And it's crazy because yeah. you've been with your <laughs> husband this whole time and he hasn't gotten it. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually very thankful that he hasn't gotten it. Um, in our own little brains, we have no scientific like reason at all to believe this, but we kind of feel like maybe he was just carrying it asymptomatically um, or just has a really strong immune system, but it kind of feels like maybe he was just carrying it because it feels impossible that he didn't get it with how they're saying, um, you know, how infectious it is. So I don't know, but either way, we're grateful that he's not sick right now. So tell <laughs> me when you started noticing symptoms and what the, those felt like. Yeah. So it was, I have to say, I am not a medical doctor for anyone listening. I do not want anyone <laughs> to think that I have medical expertise. I'm simply interviewing my friend about coronavirus because we're all curious about, about it. So that's, yes. that's as far as it goes for me medically. None. I have no experience. I just have to say that for the record. Yes. And also, I mean, same for the record, I am just sharing, you know, what my doctors told me, what I have been told thus far. And you know, that's, that's that. I am not yeah. a professional. Um, but yeah, so I started showing symptoms. My first symptom was that I was getting the chills really bad. And I was in isolation at this point. Um, and I was literally like, Liz, like, shut up. Like, you are making this up in your head. I was like, you don't have the coronavirus. Like, calm down. Um, I like had a glass of wine. I was like, you need to calm down. Um, and then, and so then I went to bed and, you know, I still felt kind of like chilly, but I was like, maybe it's cold in my house. Like cry about it. So then I woke up at like three in the morning, like uncontrollably chilled, like couldn't get warm. Like I, and I felt at that point, I was like, something is wrong. Like, this is like not right. So then I took my temperature and I had a low grade fever. I think it was like, 99.8 or something, which I know, I guess technically, you know, I've read places that that's not even technically a fever, but if my temperature is normally 97, mm -hmm. then yeah, like for me, that's a temperature. So, and I felt like I had a fever. So then I called my mom freaking out <laughs> and, you know, she was like, well, you know, just go get tested in the morning just to make yourself feel better. And, um, so I woke up the next morning and that's what I did first thing in the morning. Um, Sorry. Hey, puppy. Um, and then at that point in the morning, I had literally the worst headache I've ever had in my whole life. Um, like, oh my gosh, it was so bad. Um, and my body started aching really bad at that point. Like it felt like I had run a triathlon like two days ago and on top of the chills and headache and fever that was, and those were my main symptoms. I had absolutely no coughing. Um, I did not feel short of breath, like nothing like that. And so when I went in to the doctor, I, I didn't even ask them to test me for coronavirus. Like I wasn't going in like, y'all, I have coronavirus. I need to be tested. Um, I just explained my symptoms and they were like, okay, cool. So they signed me in and they were like, it's going to be a little bit of a wait, which I was expecting. So, and they made me wait in my car. They make I was going to say, did they, how do they isolate you when you're in the, how do yeah. the doctors protect themselves and how do they isolate you? So when I walked in, which is another thing I want to talk about is like how I got my test. Um, that's like a really big reaction that people have been like, how did you even get tested and blah, 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 blah. Um, and I don't have an answer for that besides I did. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I walked into my walk-in clinic and they said, okay, you know, great. And we're going to test you. So I, I really have no other explanation than that. Um, but yeah, I, you walk in and you have to put on a mask if you're showing fever and all the symptoms. So you put on a mask immediately that they provide for you. And then they, I sign in and they said, okay, wait in your car. So I waited three hours actually, um, to like get my test. But um, then they took me back and at first they tested me for the flu. And honestly, that's what I thought that I had because I had no other symptoms. At, and this was last week. So I feel like even more information wasn't out yet. Mm -hmm. So, and then they came back, you know, the in-office in tests were really quick. It was like 15 minutes and they were both negative, both strains of flu. So then at that point they tested me um, for COVID-19, which I also want to talk about the test itself because I've gotten a lot of questions about that 
was it horrible? You know, was the test like, um, and it was, it was pretty simple. Like it's just a swab all the way to the back. Like, so it hits the back of your throat. Was it oh, awesome? No. Your was nose? it horrible? No. So, yeah. Like all the way to the back of like your throat. So it's like all the way back there, but I mean, it was yeah. fine. Um, but yeah. And it took like 10 seconds and then they were like, you know, they sent me with a pamphlet that said, if you do test positive, you know, here's what to expect, blah, blah, blah. No medication, obviously, because it's a virus. So, you know, you can't prescribe anything for it. So they just sent me along and they're like, if you feel bad, take over the counter flu medications and, um, you know, don't talk to anybody, don't see anybody for the next 14 days. So that's pretty How much long it. did it take that to get your test. results back? It took three days, which they said it would. They said it would take 48 to 72 hours. And it was on like the third day after getting tested that I got my results, which I actually read the results wrong at first. So that was a fun like hour where I was like, oh, I feel because at that point I was feeling better. So, so you're um, actual the, the bulk of your symptoms and the the actual virus hitting you really hard lasted only about three days. Yeah, absolutely. Like by that third day, like that's why I think the result was even more shocking to me because by that Saturday, I literally woke up that day and I was like, I had gotten my results that morning and it was, and I read them wrong, but uh, they said negative and I thought whatever. Um, and so then I was like cleaning the kitchen. I was like taking the dog out. I was like living, you know, obviously like that's the only thing I went outside. I didn't see anybody, which is great. But um, that's how good I felt because I was like, Psh, like no way. And then I got another notification that like from the doctor that was like, your COVID test was positive. And then I showed the results to Wes and he's like, oh yeah, like you read that wrong. And I was like, great. So Yeah. How did yeah. you feel when you found out you had coronavirus? Because I feel like this is this big thing. It's like the whole wide world is talking about it. And it's like, oh, my yeah. God, coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. And then to actually like get it, how does that feel? Yeah. I cried for like a really long time. I really did. I freaked out because not because of how I was feeling or I wasn't concerned about me because at that point I was feeling great. You know what I mean? Like that was not my concern. I was just like, one, oh my gosh, Weston's going to get sick. I was like, he's guaranteed to get sick. And that was, that freaked me out really bad because, I, because everything you hear, you know, is it's so infectious and, you know, it's inevitable that if you have it, you're going to spread it and it's easy to spread, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I was freaking out about that. I was freaking out about like seeing my mom. Um, I had seen her like just a few days before and like, luckily she's very cautious and like, she literally wouldn't let me like see her at all. Like anyways. So, but I was still worried about that. I was like, well, great. Who have I spread it to? Who have I spread right. it to, you know, in the past two weeks or however long it may have said, but like actually hearing that you have the disease that, or disease, whatever, the infection, virus. That, like the virus that everybody is avoiding was, was a lot. It's a lot. Like, just, I know. It's like, it's yeah. like you got the virus and it's, it's not like you did anything yeah. wrong. It's not like you did anything different than anyone else is doing. It's just like, to me, I feel like the coronavirus is Russian roulette. I'm like, who yeah. is going to get it? Like if I go to the grocery store and I use all like a mask and use like Lysol everything off. But what if I don't do it well enough and I pick up a box that someone else touched that had coronavirus? It's yeah. just, is that it's, I feel like it's that random. Like who, yeah. who is just in the wrong place at the wrong time around, you, you know, and catches it. Yeah. Yeah. There's really no was, rhyme or reason. Yeah. And, and I just, I felt really embarrassed and I, I know felt you really said that guilty. in your post. You said that. Why did you feel yeah. embarrassed? Because I just feel like, you know, the media and everybody, even on social media, is like, you know, like, do your part, stay inside, do your part, stay inside, do your part, do your part, do your part. And I felt like part of doing our part as like a community and as part of like, especially our age group, like, your, your part was to not get the freaking coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole point. And so I just felt embarrassed 
that I was the only one to have it, one. Two, I was embarrassed at like, you know, I obviously didn't do my part because I don't know who I had spread it to. And that was like, I don't know. I know that like I'm looking back now and I'm like, you know, like it's fine. Like it is like what you said. It's it's kind of like Russian roulette of like it's a world <laughs> pandemic, you know, it's like you're you can't help like you didn't start the pandemic, which I'm like, I know that, but I don't know. I just felt like it was my one job and I didn't do it. So <laughs> Well, I, I could see why you would feel all sorts of feelings, like just because it's all that anybody is talking about. I mean, and I just like yeah. the whole wide world is shut down. It is so crazy. Like Michael and you as a musician, like they canceled all their tour dates. Yeah. Um, nobody is gathering in group settings. Like everything is shut down. I'm like every morning I wake up and I'm like, I, for a second, I'm thinking everything's normal. And then I remember we're in the most alternate yeah. universe that I have ever lived in. Like it is just so Absolutely. crazy. How are you navigating this time where everything is on pause? Like what, what are your thoughts about this? Um, I mean, luckily like, both me and my husband's jobs are like, you know, you can do them remotely. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, I own a store and, you know, we had to close Epic that. Rain, um, Epic Rain Boutique. Yeah. And it's so cute. in Franklin and the factory. Yeah. When the world Thank turns you. back on, everyone check it out. And it's online. EpicRainBoutique.com. Yes. Yeah. And so that's been like interesting. We've had to kind of like transition everything over to like, back to like just just online but that's tough too because we are a small business and as of right now i have the equipment to print the labels to like ship out items so it's like i'm sorry but it's like i you know it's like all those have to be on hold because i'm not about to send out items when i'm still in isolation or you know i'm sure like you know so that's been interesting and whatever but I think overall, I'm, I am feeling very grateful for the fact that I had a mild case, the fact that I'm able to kind of push the agenda that this is a little bit more serious than I think some people are taking it because people do know me or whatever. And I'm like, whatever. So I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful that, you know, our jobs aren't totally stopped and that we're still able to work a little bit and earn money when I know a lot of people can't right now. So I don't know crazy world out there. That's for sure. So what do you think is going to change about people's perspective of life once we come out of this? Cause I feel like so many things have been shifted. People are home, like parents are homeschooling. People are figuring out how to get creative with their jobs and jobs that never worked from home or trying to work from home. Some people aren't able to work, yeah. but like everything's changing. Like, what do you think are some blessings that will come out of this world, like this, 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 this bad time. I feel like there always can be blessings that, that rise, like the Phoenix rises from the ashes. Like, what do you think the Phoenix will be that is rising from the, these ashes? I mean, I think it will be like what you said, you know, I think people are going to have to kind of think of their lives differently. And I think personally, I think, um, like I kind of have a huge issue with like busy culture in general. Um, and I, it's something that bothers me a lot on like social media and everything is like, you know, like, well, I'm just so busy. I can't breathe. And like, I'm so busy. I have this and I have this and here's what I'm doing. And I think that this is truly forcing people to slow down and like actually take time for themselves, which is amazing. And I think it's forcing people to kind of have routines that, are focused on them and not so much on what they think they should be doing because there's no other option but to focus on what you want to do in your own day. And I think that that's a really cool mindset that a lot of people don't get the chance to be in. So I think it's, I mean, I think it's great, honestly. I think there's a lot that's bad, but I think there's a lot that is really good in kind of guiding people to know themselves a little bit better and know that busy culture isn't totally necessary, which is, you know, true. You know, you don't need to be breaking your back every single day to, you know, do whatever, 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 when like the important things are your family and your health and your health, especially, you know, and that's kind of what I am drawing.
hearing from it. But, but I agree. I think that it is making us really prioritize because when something that is so scary, this invisible enemy, as they're saying, is out there and it's so terrifying, what you immediately cling to are the most precious things in your life. And for a lot of people, that is family and their group of people that they care about. And it's like all of a sudden you're so worried about just making sure your people and your family are taken care of and then helping where you can in the community, even if it's just spreading the word like you are saying like, Hey, I'm spreading this message of social distancing, trying to help whether people are trying to lend a smile or, or laugh or like, I feel like people mm -hmm. are using their platforms in a way instead of just promoting, like you said, the busy culture. I'm seeing so much more on my Instagram feed of people doing stuff that a either brings joy to people like that is fun and funny and like funny memes and funny like YouTube videos and funny TikToks mm -hmm. or spreading a message of social awareness of like how we can help and come together mm -hmm. in this time. And I'm like, it's actually like I'm seeing social media being used in such a beautiful way right now instead of just saying, Oh, look at me. I'm busy. Buy this shirt. It's not, I'm not saying we are not still going to promote brands that we love yeah. in love. But I do think people who are promoting brands, like I promote brands, you promote brands. It is making mm -hmm. me very clear about like, I'm, I'm very clear. Like I'm not going to promote something right now unless it really feels a hundred percent true in my heart. You know, I think it's just making everyone yeah. get very intentional about what they're putting out there. Yeah. And, and get creative too about, you know, like I think it's an opportunity um, both as a consumer and as like an influencer to kind of promote brands that um, do cater to like different things, you know, like it's like, oh, like this can be used more at home or like this is an option that you before had to go outside of your house for, but now you can do inside. I'm actually doing a brand deal later this week that even before this all started, now it's like actually really really timely, but it's like a in hair in, in home, like laser hair removal thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's actually great because you know, like before you had to go out and it's like, no, all those places are closed now. And it's like, great, but it's products like those where I think it's interesting. And I've seen a lot of different products, you know, use like face masks and whatever. It's like, okay, like I'm going to buy those now because I'm home. And I think that's an interesting scape and change that I like seeing, you know, it's different products. So cool. And I think it's cool too. I was talking to my friend Lainey Crowder yesterday. We had a zoom date like we're doing. Yes. Um, and she, she has two kids and I have a lot of mom friends who are now the teacher of their children, which is wow. crazy. Like, you know, who is equipped to teach? Like, you know, like I, we all I'm sure can do it, but I, I just think like I've been talking to not just Lainey, but other friends. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so hard. Like I, absolutely like I am so thankful for our teachers and I know that like mm -hmm. some Instagrams there's like I should link this I'll try to find the links and I'll try to put it on my Instagram stories after I post this podcast Monday it'll be coming out Monday um that like there's online teachers now that are popping up and like what people mm -hmm. are like there this one woman had a, a Instagram account she had like 300 followers and now she's like 300,000 followers because every day She's doing school on her, yeah, on her social media. And I'm like, it's just, to me, that is what, it's like Mr. Rogers says, in times of tragedy, always look for the helpers. To me, like, it's that same kind yeah. of vibe. Like, right now, in this time of tragedy, I am loving to see where people are, like you said, getting creative and how people are using their platform, using their skills to really benefit people. And it's like, it's really like squeezing the juice out of people and it's making like the getting the most juice out of yes. the squeeze because it's like, okay, people are really stepping up and figuring out how they can navigate this crazy time. Yes. And that's something, you know, going back to the whole like busy culture or whatever, it's like, these were, these are the same people that before, you know, couldn't do, couldn't think like that, you know, like they couldn't think like that because they were so wrapped up in that kind of like fast life whereas like this really truly has made people slow down and realize like how can I help and what can I give back and how can I do this and I think that that's really cool because they are it's the same people just kind of applying themselves differently and it's really cool to see so I like that
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. So when you were in your, when you got your diagnosis, what mm-hmm. were, what were the, what steps did you have to take to isolate? Like what did the doctor prescribe you to do in your days of recovery? Um, so as far as like my isolation, um, at first they, they told me 14 days and, um, I actually had just gotten a call yesterday, which was day seven, that said that the CDC has changed their model. So it's not 14 days anymore, it's seven. Um, And you have to feel three days of good within the seven days. So that's nice, actually, um, because I was thinking I was, you know, it was gonna be 14 days, like not even like taking the dog out. I was, you know, being that strict about it. But so now I'm technically off isolation, which is awesome. Not that it's going to change much because we're still getting everything delivered and I'm really cautious and I kind of don't, I don't feel comfortable going to the grocery store or anything yet, just in case, you know, like I am still spreading it. Like I'm very paranoid about that. But anyways, um, but yeah, he just basically was, they were like, you know, rest a lot. Um, Even if you recover well, you know, you're still fighting this virus. And, and I have felt that, like, I felt extremely tired. still. like, if I'm standing for like 30 minutes, I need a break after 30 minutes, which is crazy. And that's the only time that I have ever felt the shortness of breath is, um, like when I'm standing for a while or like doing laundry or something, like I do feel like my lung capacity is like a little bit less than it was before, which is really weird because it's like up until I got sick, I was running like four to five miles every other day. So like it really does kind of, it it affects you more than you think. And that's been hard for me, but yeah, they just, you know, advise just resting a lot. And if you're feeling sick, just, or feeling ill, whatever, just rest and hydrate basically everything like they would tell you for the flu. So yeah. Okay. So you have, I'm trying to get clear on the, the time frame. So like when you get, say you contract Corona and there's like a whole mm-hmm. period of time that you can have it without knowing it. Is it, are they saying like you can be spreading it from when you get it? Cause the isolation, like I, I keep hearing 14 days, 14 days. So it's like, what was the 14 days for? Is it like when you get it, the whole beginning, like the, even the invisible part of the time that you have it when you don't know you have it. Cause like, I guess you don't even know when to start counting. Cause like, or yeah. the, cause like I, 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 what I had heard is like, don't 
be around anyone, like isolate for 14 days. And then obviously we're still all isolating no matter what. It's just the way we are in the state yeah. of the country right now. But what is, so has the 14 days now changed to seven days? Like, can you kind of define that? I don't even know what I'm trying to ask, but I just know that it was 14 days and not seven. And so what is that distinction? Yeah. So the, the 14 days would start, I guess, when you start showing symptoms. Okay. Um, that was, that's my understanding is they just, cause when I went to the doctor and got tested, they said for the next 14 days, stay inside. And that's and the then day I that you started showing symptoms. That's the day I started showing symptoms. Yeah. Cause obviously if you are carrying it and you don't know, I mean, you don't know. And that is why self-quarantine is so important because you could be carrying it for 14 days and you've been out at the bars and you've been, well, not anymore, but you know, you've been out and you've been inviting people over to your home and all that. And you've been unknowingly spreading it. And that's why the isolation is so important. Um, but yeah, and I guess the CDC has changed their days of if you are infected from 14 to seven, which is great. So. Okay, so now instead of quarantining, I mean, instead of quarantining, you get it, and now you have seven days. Like, what if, but some people, I feel like it's lasting a long time. Like, I've been following Colton Underwood, and, like, he's still mm -hmm. in a lot of the throes of it. Like, yeah. I think he got a heavier version. So, like, what if Absolutely. you're, what if you're, what if you get a stronger, because it sounds to me like maybe you got a pretty mild case of Corona. What if you get mm -hmm. a really strong case of Corona? Is it still just seven days or is it like seven days after you start from, feeling good? So from my understanding, it's after you start feeling good. Okay. So, um, so in like Colton's case, I feel like he wouldn't start that seven day isolation period until he was feeling better. Like that's okay. my understanding of it. So he has um, to feel good because, for I, you know, I, days before he starts his yes. seven day. Is that right? Am I saying that right? He, I think he would have to start feeling or he would have to start feeling good for seven days, I guess. I don't, you know, I'm not totally sure. You know, like I said, I'm not a professional. Um, yeah. But all I know is like, if I, like, and I told even the nurse, I was like, if I were still feeling sick, um, I still wouldn't go anywhere. And, and I just, and I, and I would play it by that, you know, like all I know is in my case, she told me that if you're feeling good three days out of the seven, like really good three days out of the seven, then you can take yourself out of isolation. Whereas for somebody like Colton, obviously he's not feeling so good three days out of the seven since he got, you know started showing symptoms. So yeah. I, I would, I would guess that he would still be on isolation. So, okay. so when you start feeling yeah. good, then maybe like seven days after you start feeling good. I don't know. It's still yeah. all very confusing. All I know is just play it, play it cautionary as, and, and stay inside no matter what. That's like my rule. I'm like, you know what? Even, like I said, even now, like I feel fine, have felt fine since Saturday and I'm still not comfortable going to the grocery store because I'm like, I don't know if I'm spreading it, you right. know? Yeah. And today's so. Wednesday for all y'all listening. This is going to come out on Monday, mm -hmm. but this is a, we're recording it a week ahead of time. So you felt good since Saturday. Today's Wednesday. So you've been feeling good for like four mm -hmm. days. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is the world going to look like? When is the world going to turn back on? And what do you think is going to happen with like our economy? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's tough for everybody. I mean, truly, you know, it's the restaurants. I actually did. I asked this on my Instagram just this morning because I genuinely didn't know. I asked, is it better to order from these local restaurants that are still open the, you know, the delivery and takeouts or is it meat or is it like cruel to have these people be working? You know, like, am I supporting these people working who shouldn't be? Um, the answer was overwhelmingly that these businesses do want your business and if they're open, then they're open. And if they couldn't work or if they, you know, whatever, the owners would close it. So if a small business is open, then you should buy from them is, or like do your delivery or take out from them is the consensus I got. But I don't know. I mean, these, I feel bad for the local businesses, you know, cause it is, 
especially the restaurants and hospitality things where it's like, you know, you go to them. But I don't know. I'm really hoping that something happens. Either it slows down and we're back in, up and running in like a month. But who knows? I've heard rumors that it's not going to be until like July. So I just keep wondering, is there going to be a big, big hit? Like, are we going to all of a sudden, it's going to hit our country so hard? Or are we doing such a good job of social distancing that we aren't going to get a big hit? Like that's, I'm hoping yeah. for the second that, that it's like, everyone's like, well, that wasn't a big, that wasn't as big a deal as we thought it was. I'm hoping that that's what everyone's going to say, but maybe because we've done a good job of like really shutting everything down before it became a big deal. You know, like yeah. I keep like bracing myself for impact. Like when are these, when is it going to hit us? Like it hit China. When is it going to hit us? Like it hit Italy, yeah. you know? Yeah, I agree. And again, I think that's why I know I keep saying that the self, that the quarantine is important, but it is, you know, cause I think that is truly like what you just said. I think it's going to define whether we have what happened in Italy and China or if we're going to kind of just all look back and be like, that wasn't a big deal, but I'd rather, much rather have us all be like, oh, that wasn't a big deal. Like, uh, and have people think that it was like not worth it. I'd rather have people think that, you know? Right. But we'll see. From your understanding, once again, neither you nor I are medical professionals. What yes. is the difference between the coronavirus and the flu? Like, cause you look, I, I've always known the flus out there and like now with the new baby, I've always been, I've been very nervous about bringing her in large crowds and like mm -hmm. being around people who are sneezing or sick. Like, cause like, I don't want her to mm -hmm. get the flu, but yet we all still go on about our lives and we are in social settings with people who are actively carrying the flu, you know, like the world doesn't shut down for the flu. So mm -hmm. what, to you, what is the difference between coronavirus and the flu? I think the difference is that we just don't know anything about it. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's evident even from my treatment. I mean, it's been, like I said, it's been a week. And when I got tested last week, I genuinely went in thinking that I did not have it because there were really no cases that people were talking about that had the same symptoms that I did. Whereas this week, you know, there's been a handful of cases that are, that had the exact same symptoms that I did, you know? So it's like, it's the unknown, I think that is crazy and scary. And, and that's like, what's so different than the flu. Um, obviously there's no vaccine for it. So, and also I think, um, the way that people react differently towards it and the way that their bodies handle the virus is what's really scary. Like, you know, like we were just talking about Colton. Um, and you know, he's a 28 year old football dude, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, very healthy in, in all respects. And I'm 27, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not, and I am not a football dude. You know what I mean? I would say that we're active. I would say that we're at like, but I would say that we're at equal levels for all purposes, you know, equal levels of health. And I, and we were actually diagnosed and like showing symptoms around the same time, I think within a couple days of each other. I'm acting like I know him when I certainly uh, for don't. For everyone, but, you know. Colton, um, <laughs> don't watch The Bachelor. He was The Bachelor a couple seasons ago. Yeah. But from what he shared online, you know, it looks like we kind of contracted it at the same time, showed symptoms same time, et cetera, et cetera. Here I am, like, living my life, and I'm, like, just fine. When he literally posts yesterday that he can only use 20% of his lungs and that he can't even, you know, now he's just starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so scary is, you know, we don't know how – and that's why I was so scared and I am still so scared about if my husband gets it, you know, like – it's the same virus, but is he going to have a reaction like Colton is, Right. you know, like, is he going to be really sick and, you know, maybe need to go to the emergency room? Like, I don't know. And nobody knows. And that is what is so terrifying, truly, I think. And I think also, I, I think this is pretty common fact. I'm, I mean, once again, I don't know. I'm just what I'm, what I've been hearing from the news. I think it spreads like three times 
more than the flu does. Like I think we're able to spread it. Yeah. It gets able to spread on a bigger level than the, the flu does. Mm-hmm. And I think the more that we, that like comes out about it after people have had it and the more that, you know, studies are being done, I think we'll get a, a little bit of a broader scope on like the incubation period and everything, but that's also really scary. You know, they're saying that you can be asymptomatic for two whole weeks and not know. And I mean, if that was the case for me, I mean, you know, I was, I was in Colorado on a family vacation, you know, in the two weeks before. And, you know, like, and that's just what's so crazy. And that's what's so scary is that two week incubation period of like, you're spreading it. And I don't think, again, I'm not a professional, but I feel like the flu isn't that long. I think I, I feel um, that way too. And everyone that you've been around though, no one's gotten it, right? No one has gotten it. Yeah. Knock on wood. Um, so that's another I did have one. Thing. Yeah. I did have one friend who had texted me that she needed to get tested and she hasn't, she doesn't have her results back yet, but even so I ha I hadn't seen her in a week, like a full week before I started showing symptoms. So, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if that, if she, even if she does have it, if she got it from me or, you know, she had been social distancing still, but I mean, she, I know she had gone a few places and stuff. So it's, you can't really like pin it on, that one interaction a week before, you know, mm -hmm. but that's the only person that I know of. And, and I was with her and, you know, my sister and another friend and they're all fine. So who knows, you know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk just a little bit about you for everyone listening to this mm -hmm. podcast, because I, I, you are such an interesting, amazing person in general. I've had you and your, my, your sister, Megan on my podcast before. Have I had you on twice? I think I've had you guys on twice. Megan and Liz, for everyone listening, yeah. they are YouTube <laughs> stars. Uh, this is Liz of the Dynamic Duo. Y'all are twin sisters. You are you have like over a million YouTube subscribers. You're Instagram influencers. Um, y'all host. You sing. You perform. You travel. You had your own clothing line at Macy's. Like y'all do every. I'm sure I'm <laughs> not even naming all the things that you guys do. And so, I have loved getting to know you and your sister over the past few years and just tell everybody now, oh, now you have a clothing store, Epic Rain, you have yes. a brand, <laughs> a line of clothing. So kind of tell everyone, um, what you got going on right now and what you're looking forward to once the world turns back on. <laughs> <laughs> well, once the world turns back on, um, I'd say like one of our bigger focuses right now is Epic Rain Boutique, which is our boutique, um, that we, we own a physical location in Franklin, and then obviously we're all online, but building that as a brand has been really, really fun. And, you know, we, we have been able to draw experience from, you mentioned, but like we've had a clothing line in Macy's a few years ago. And, you know, so clothing has always been like a really big part of like just our brand and what we love. So that's been really fun and exciting. And it focuses on women in music, which is, you know, a whole nother aspect of why we're so passionate about it is because we are women in music. And, um, so that's been really fun and we're working on like big events with Epic Rain and, you know, having like a big concert series, which again, when the world starts back up, <laughs> that will be happening, but you know, it's postponed for now, but, um, and then, you know, we're still doing music. We still write all the time. We release music whenever we kind of feel like it. Um, and then Megan, my sister is getting married in October. So like, that's a whole nother aspect. And she's working with like the knot, which is amazing. And Fun. you know, so that's like, yeah. Oh yeah. She's like one of the, like the most influential, influential weddings of the year with the knot. And there's only like 10 couples. That's yeah. Amazing. So yeah. So that's really fun for her. And like, I'm helping her, you know, create content around that. And I'm helping her just with you know, being her maid of honor, just, you know, all of the wedding stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be great. It still is great. And we're lucky that, you know, we're able to create content and music and, um, you know, fun clothes and all that. So it's, it's gonna, it's all going to be great. It, it is still great, but I think when it's all getting back up and running, it'll be extra rewarding that we all get to do what we want to do and 
I totally that, agree. So. It's going to add a whole new level of appreciation for getting to do mm-hmm. what we love. And I think it's mm-hmm. going to bring awareness to people who maybe were doing things they didn't love. Like maybe it's a chance to have a reset to be like, you know what? I actually have been home now for months because of Corona. Mm-hmm. And maybe they, it makes people like reassess. Like I, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to like focus more on what I love or at least pick up a hobby or at least reprioritize. And I think yes. that, that is what this opportunity, this could be an opportunity for all of us to really see what brings us joy in life and to just carve out mm-hmm. more of that. And it is a blessing. Like you and your sister, y'all have created a life for yourself where you are spreading your talents and your joy with people. And how rewarding is that to get to make that a career? You know, like I, I agree with you when yeah. this comes back on it. Like I read something that people are going to appreciate being able to like give a, give a hug, like go to yes. just like the most simple things we'll appreciate. Mm-hmm. Go to a concert. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like all that stuff. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Tell me the best thing yeah. about being a twin. Best thing about being a twin, there are so many great things. It's honestly, it's like the best part of my life. Like, honestly, like I say that all the time. If you don't have a twin, it's like, man, you're really missing out. (laughs) But like, you know, it's like, it's just, we have completely grown up together and in a way where if you had somebody who, who shared every experience growing up, you know, in the same household with you. And all at the same age, all at, you know, the same developmental points. It's like, it is just a bond that's unlike any other. And um, I feel like even as adults now, um, she's just, we text all day, every day. People are like, what do you guys text about? And I'm like, I don't know, like, just like (laughs) anything, everything. Um, So there really isn't one best part. I mean, I guess it's just, she's always there for me. I'm always there for her, whether it's something stupid, whether it's something funny, whether it's something emotional, like nobody gets her like I do and vice versa. So it's, it's really cool and it's the best. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love her. that. <laughs> I know she, she's not Atlanta with oh, her fiance, her. right? She's in Memphis, but oh, yes, Memphis it's, with her fiance. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's weird, but it's but okay. Y'all's- Y'all's, your husband and her fiance are besties too, right? Uh, hold on, hold on. Maybe is this your phone? Is this your charger? I'm so sorry. Oh, no worries. Laptop charger? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So actually, um, I met my husband through her now fiance, like, cause they were best friends growing up in Memphis. So of course y'all had to marry best friends. I know it's this whole little, like, Brady Bunch like situation and we always joke that like when we actually you know are starting families and you know whatever we want to live right next door to each other and we want to have a compound like we literally yeah. joke, we're like oh well it's time for it's time for the compound you know like we're gonna <laughs> raise all our kids together like they're basically gonna be brother and sister even though they're cousins and it's gonna be this whole thing so just keep an eye out it's gonna be great <laughs> man that makes that like that fills my heart with so much happiness. Like, why do I want to cry right now hearing that? I'll tell you why. Because that is the stuff that really is the good stuff in life. Like how yeah. like your everyday living is what really matters. And it's you, it's just like such a blessing when you have people that you love so much and just making it the priority to be with them every day. Like that is what is the good just substance of life. That's it. That's mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And it's, and again, like at this time has really made, I think us realize that even more, you know, it's like, you kind of think about the things that you miss and, you know, we both, both my husband and I, like, you know, we miss just like being able to hang out with them and we miss, you know, just sitting in a, in the living room together and just like stuff like that. And yeah, that's, that's the good stuff. <laughs> it is the good stuff for sure. Yeah. Well, Liz, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for sharing your experience yeah. and like shedding some light in this crazy, scary, confusing time. I wrap up all my podcasts, you know, with leave your light. So 
just what do you want people to know right now about anything? Just what's on the top, when, when the top of your mind, what do you want people to know? Um, I want people to know that, you know, everything is temporary. This is all temporary. Um, I think the sickness is temporary. I think the, the anxiety is temporary. Um, and that everything will be that much sweeter when it's all over. And I think that that's something that we should all really look forward to and really focus on. Like, what's the first thing that you're going to do when you're able to see your family, when you're able to travel again, you know, and hold on to that through this time? Because it's, I think it's really motivating and it's just, it makes, it makes it feel that much sweeter, you know, that you can actually one day do what you want to do. So. I love your positivity, Liz. Tell everyone where they can follow you on all your platforms so they can check you out. Um, you can follow on Instagram at Stella218. It has nothing to do with my actual name, but that's okay. So Stella218. Um, on YouTube, Megan and Liz. TikTok, Megan and Liz. Um, and then my boutique is Epic Rain Boutique. So, yeah. Well, thank you for joining me. I'm so glad you're feeling better and I can't wait to hang out with you whenever we all can hang out again. <laughs> I know, same. Sounds like a great time. Looking forward to that for sure. <laughs> okay, love your face. Don't hang up, I'm gonna stop recording, but uh, okay, love you. Okay. Bye girl. I love you, bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.